Guess who's back? Guess who's back? I created a monster because nobody wants to see more harsh no more. They won't shady not chop liver. They won't shady this without giving a little bit of me mixed with some vodka. Oh, damn, Eminem. How old is that shit? Like the 2000s? Yeah, that's uh, what, like 2003 maybe? When did Eminem show come out? I think it came out 03. So, that feels like that feels like middle school for sure. I think, wait, yeah, that, that it had to be 2001. I'm sure. 2002 at the latest. Might be 2002. Um, but yeah. I know one other thing I talked about was uh, Bill Cosby getting out. Oh, shit, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, last week was crazy in my life <laughs> in so many different ways mm. um for one i was so into another situation that was happening that i completely forgot to link up with you <laughs> <laughs> we missed the whole meeting i know like wait what <laughs> i was ready i know you're like so at two i was like i'm at work and then I was, I was like, like, so six? You'd be like, oh, I'll be at work. I was like, fuck, we should have recorded yesterday. Yeah, I was so confused when you said Wednesday. Because I was like, I was like, I just know this nigga said his off days were on Tuesday. But okay, if he want to do Wednesday, that's fine too. Because I had the same schedule all week. But when you said Wednesday, I was like, hmm, did something change again? Because y'all schedules do be. Yeah, they, do, they be changing. Y'all hear flip-flopping. But yeah, I was like, fuck. So then, one night, I got drunk and recorded for 45 minutes by myself. Actually, came out pretty good. I wasn't, like, too drunk. Proud of you. And then, so I was planning on editing and, you know, putting out the episode on Friday. And that didn't happen either. That, that didn't happen either. <laughs> and then I was like, I'll put it out tomorrow. And that didn't happen either. <laughs> Because, yeah. Life be life. Life is, yeah, to say the least. And sometimes hell be hellin'. <laughs> life be hell sometimes. Yeah. And last week was hell for me. Yes. Yeah. You did have a whole lot <laughs> um, going on. So, yeah. Did you miss me, buddy? No, I missed you a lot. <laughs> um, 
We had a little hangout on Sunday. Yeah. We got tequila drunk. Yeah. Tried to watch the fireworks. Tried hard to watch the fireworks. Man. Found out at the last minute that they weren't at fucking Bridge Street. But I was like, what the fuck am I reading? Yeah, what were you? (laughs) You know what? I don't even fucking know. But it was definitely a whole post on the website. Like, it looked like a blog post. I don't fucking know. Uh, but it was straight. Yeah, it was fun. Um, so <laughs> okay. You want to talk about it <laughs> a little bit? A little bit. Uh, I'm trying to think the best way to talk about it without revealing too much personal information. Yeah. Um. So I've mentioned a certain person. Mm-hmm. I've called her that almost the entire time. Yeah. Um, she who shall not be named. Yeah. But that situation ended uh, Saturday. And yeah. <laughs> you back in the dating game. This shit is trash. <laughs> it's fucking trash. I thought I had left all you losers behind. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you were better than us? I was like, huh, they need to get their shit together. You know what I'm <laughs> but uh no so uh it ended mutually and you know that happens it's not the end of the world my life will go on how do but, you feel though uh i'm all over the place uh i feel okay i i still care for her and i hope she minds whatever she's looking for. Mm. And I feel like she feels that way about me. So just have to push through. Um, how do I feel? I mean, it's hard shit. It's, it's very hard to really think you're getting somewhere with somebody. Yeah, and it just ends. But I, I had a feeling it was, it was on this way. I just needed to. No, the closure. And I got closure. And that's what's up. That's all that matters. Um, how do I feel? It's all different feelings. I don't know. Like, on one end... I don't know. It's hard to explain. Usually, I'm pretty good at explaining my feelings, but mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't know. Like, uh... You still processing, maybe? Yeah. Like, I'm okay with the situation being over. It's just, I'm wondering what I do next. And I'm like that. The, the one thing I have thought about is that I'm glad I met her. And it was also way more fun than it wasn't. <laughs> At home. Uh, call me back in about like two hours. Okay. All right. Why she? She got upset with me yesterday because uh, I was at her house. I was eating, and she was like, "I'm be, I'm about to be back. I'm about, I'm going home." And she was like, "So you don't want to spend time with your mom?" I'm like, "I'm sad." <laughs> <laughs> I need time by myself. I'm trying to be in my feelings right. for a few days. 
Like, I'm having an off day tomorrow. I'm trying to purge this shit out so I could be okay. I just don't want you to get depressed. I'm not going to get depressed. I'm just sad. <laughs> yeah, you got to feel your shit. Um, I've also been thinking, I'm probably just going to jump in a relationship. <laughs> 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 what? I don't, I don't know. Like I've been having some weird ass fucking thoughts lately. Be like, man, I'm just gonna knock a bitch up. <laughs> Please do not. Please don't. That is not the way to go. Just gonna fuck my feelings out now. This way. <laughs> no, sir. No, I, I can't even do no shit like that. Like I don't. I don't know. I watched 500 Days of Summer oh. again on uh, Hulu, and. I've come to the realization that I didn't fully understand that movie the 11 times I watched it when I was like 21. Now, I totally get it. What what has been revealed to you, my brother? See, before, I thought uh, the character Summer was just a bitch. (laughs) And that... uh, She was an emotional teenager. They were, they're like in their 30s. <laughs> Have you seen 500 Days? Wait, what am I thinking of? I'm thinking of fucking Juno. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's cool. <laughs> I don't know why. I just... Have you seen 500 Days of Summer? Yeah, it's been a while, though. Okay. But, uh... So, basically, anybody who, ha- who has seen it or hasn't... Um... So, in the movie, you started... It's non-linear, so it goes all over the place... And tells the story of Tom and Summer. Mm-hmm. And it starts off saying, this is not a love story. And <laughs> so, it, so it starts, uh, it kind of isn't though. Like, that's uh, like, um, so pretty much you see from the beginning that Tom is broken up with Summer. Mm-hmm. And he's distraught and drinking and all this stuff. And he's like, because she was the one. And it's just out of the blue. And then it bounces around and tells the story of like how they met and everything. Yeah. She wasn't just like a bitch though. It was like she was non committal, <clears throat> but she told him from the beginning mm. that she didn't want a uh she didn't want to be his girlfriend from the very beginning in the movie. But this nigga Thought he was gonna still grow closer, and that was gonna change. Sometimes you don't have to see it through. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, to let it go, my guy. (laughs) Guys, to let it go. So, like, um, in the movie, like everybody's like just showing that this dude clearly, like, bypassed all the signs that were in his like in front of him. Mm-hmm. And tried to think that it was going to be something different because it was him. No. And then when he found out that she was engaged, like later in the movie, and then got married, he was all upset again. Because he still was holding out hope. Mm-hmm. But like it, towards the end, they they meet on the the park. They meet in the park, and he's like, "Yo, what was that?" Like, you didn't even tell me you were engaged. And he was like, you said you didn't want to be somebody's girlfriend, and now you're somebody's wife. 
And then earlier in the movie, she had talked about, like, uh, she didn't believe love was real. Mm. And then he was like, that's bullshit. What are you talking about? I just don't believe love is real. So he's, like, sitting on the bench, and he's, like, looking at her. He's like, I can't believe I was wrong. And she was like, wrong about what? Like, love and all this fairy tale shit. She was like, she just starts laughing. And then <laughs> he's like, what? She's like. You weren't wrong. I was wrong. She said that. uh, I do not remember the details of this movie. (laughs) I just remember it was very white. Oh, it's very white. (laughs) Ultra white. But uh, so. She said when I met him, I was just sure. He was sure what? Everything I wasn't sure with you about. It's like, ha. And that's when I had a breakthrough. <laughs> Come on, breakthrough. Yeah, I mean, it sucks to find out that you are not what someone is looking for when it's the opposite of you for them. Yeah. But that's just life, and you just got to realize that it ain't, you know, you can't take that shit personally. No, you just got to move on. Some, you know, all puzzle pieces do not fit. Right. So. And then sometimes, like, like you gotta relationships change us. Friendships, uh, any kind of relationship changes us. The thing is that it's just changing you for somebody that may not be in your life yet. Mm-hmm. And so you gotta embrace change. And you can't get mad about shit that happened in the past. When it's all in the past now. Mm-hmm. So you just got to move on. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I wish you the best. Yeah, man, you'll be all right. Yeah. Like I, I said, this is, this is really the healthiest situation that you've been in. And it couldn't have ended in a more healthy way. Yeah. And that's why I feel like the next one. We'll be okay. And really, it couldn't have happened at a better time because now you're back here when, you know, we're a little bit more free. And hot boy summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a little bit more free in these streets this summer. So, yeah, I'm about to start trying to go out more. <sighs> you about to be wearing less and going out more. <laughs> yeah, I'm about, to, I'm about to hit this gym real hard. Word on the street is niggas got their knees out this summer. Yeah. You participating in the knees out trend. Oh yeah, you have the knees out, thighs out. <laughs> Come on, thighs. Be a bad bitch. <laughs> All the way there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That. Mm-hmm. I, I in the middle of this weekend, I was like, I'm never listening to that episode again. <laughs> Because that episode, you told me exactly what was going on. And I was like, nah, fam. <laughs> I was like, you think? Nah, I'm going I'm to do it anyway. And then you were like, we see how that ages. It didn't. It aged poorly. She was 100% right. <laughs> Damn. And I didn't believe my nigga. I'm sorry. I mean, got to see it through, my guy. <laughs> got to see it through. Uh, but yeah, that that one week, that was the week when uh, 
we only recorded, we put like out like a mini episode. Yeah. Because we talked about like all the shit so, that was going on. We just spent hours talking about shit that we can't put out. I know. But, hey, we made it out. <laughs> <laughs> now we can laugh at it. <laughs> I'm gonna cry later though. <laughs> Bruh. Like, uh, this should be just hitting me in different waves. That's the episode title. I'm gonna cry later. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be. <laughs> uh, that'd be me. I'm pretty sure I posted something to my story once that was just like, I'm gonna be cool. I just gotta cry first. Like, right. <laughs> let me just be dramatic real quick. Like, I was at work and like, so, uh, this all happened before I went to a 12-hour shift. Like, literally, right before I hopped in the shower. So, I was at a 12-hour shift alone for the most part. Mm. Going through it. Mm. I listen to some sad-ass song. Then I just think about something. <laughs> and just be crying. But I saved the big cry till I got home. Oh, yeah. That shower cry? Did you do a shower cry Bro. or a bed? <laughs> shower cry or pillow cry? I shower cried. <laughs> I cried on the way to bed. <laughs> I cried in the bed. The next morning, I cried from bed. While like I had my Bluetooth speaker hooked up, yeah, like the whole time, yeah. So like in the morning, I woke up and I just started playing music. <laughs> like, uh, what was it? I um, what song was it? I played uh, this is how I knew that like things were bad before like this happened. Like for the last month, I've been playing "If You Really Love Me" by Stevie Wonder mm. over and over and over to the point that I was at work two Saturdays ago. And my coworker was like, you've been singing that song all day. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. And I was like, fuck. Called out. Because I, like, I told her like what was going on and stuff. Yeah. But everybody else, no. I did tell today. And I was like, yeah. It didn't work out. He was like, but you have an issue. I mean, you were wondering that. I was like, yeah. But it didn't work out. <laughs> It still hurts, my guy. Right. It still hurts. You can know what's happening and still be like, yo, this shit sucks. But uh, You can know what's happening and still hope. Yeah. That's 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 another life thing, too. It's like hope shit it. can be the worst and you can still just be like, you know what, but maybe it'll turn around. Maybe. Right. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. As, as pessimistic as I am, I like to be a hopeful person. Mm-hmm. Same. But uh, so me and Kim were hanging out on Fourth uh, of July. Sure was. We were at the bar for hours, <laughs> and sure they played Janet Jackson for an hour and a half straight. All Janet, all Janet, uh, no breaks. They went through every album, at least two songs. Like it was, I loved it, but things got got a little weird when they started playing "Come Back to Me." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Kim was like, they got to change this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I had a little tear in the eye, but I wiped that bitch away before people saw it. Mm-mm. 
and we were we were uh we saw that one couple. They were all jamming to Janet. Yeah, they were. That like the dude. He had to be about forty five. He was doing the the shoulders to control. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like he was definitely jigging in that seat, bro. He was reliving being seventeen again. Like that shit was that shit was cute though. I ain't even gonna lie. Like seeing people like enjoy themselves. Yeah, they were having cute. a good time. They were having a memory lane moment. Yeah. And then that lo- the other table of the white women, they were jamming to Janet, too. It's like, man. The goat. No, I'm just like. <laughs> Real shit. Bruh. She got. Like, by the end, they started going through songs that came out when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. It's like, man. This is nuts. Like, she got jams in every decade. She got jams for days. <laughs> Bro, and she's been getting her flowers. I, I'm glad that she's finally getting them to, to like the point to where people are like, "No, she's a a genius musician." You want another one? Or yeah, I'll take one. I'll take one for the team. Speaking of flowers, um, like uh, if you really love me was co-written by Sarita Wright. Who was uh, Stevie's first wife. And by some accounts. uh, Who he believed was his one true love. Mm. To the point to where. His (laughs) other significant others. Down the line. He would just choose to be with them. Which is some fuckboy shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But Sarita Wright was an amazing singer. And a songwriter. And she was gorgeous. Yo. Um, what's that one song that I had discovered? Off of a... Darius had sh- shared an old school playlist with me that he got on Apple Music, which is pretty fucking lit. I was listening to it on Friday, I think, on the way to work. And it's got that one song by... Um, But it's like, when will I see you again? Oh, um, um, I'm gonna think of the damn name. I'm trying to remember. It's Fuck. a group. The three, the. When will I see you? I thought it was the four tops. Wait, no, not four tops. Who is it? Anyway. Fuck it. I'm gonna look it up. My uh, boo, uh, Kindle Cupcake, have posted a picture. <laughs> the Three Degrees. Oh, okay. Yes, she's so cute. And then I was like, she looks just like Sarita Wright. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can see that. But Sarita Wright was gorgeous. I can definitely see that. Look at them old school baby hair tendrils. I know. That shit is in the 70s, baby. <laughs> Baby, Baby hair, hair go back like Cadillac <laughs> on four flats. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now I'm just in a I'm in a fake relationship with Kendall Cupcake. Oh, me too. <laughs> Bro, you gotta quit stealing my crushes. <laughs> like we still gonna fight over Scotty you gotta, B. You gotta quit telling me who he is. <laughs> it's a it's a shame you can't even show your whole girl your 
your secret crush. I might take that bitch. Yeah, I'll be like, watch us become besties. <laughs> I'll be making friends so easily. It's really a wonder that people think that I'm not a people person. You were a fucking superstar the other day. Oh, Kim's on the bus. <laughs> so the BET Awards, <laughs> since we didn't get to talk about that. Yeah. Um, it was very uh, COVID-esque, COVID precautious. It was and it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like. Basically like everything else right now. Hey, man. <laughs> I saw this one tweet where uh, it was a news report, and they were like, uh, "COVID Delta, oh, the uh, Delta variant, yeah, is uh, the most dominant one, and Lambda is coming up." And this one girl was like, "Not COVID, dr- wait, <laughs> wait, I gotta find it because it was fucking genius." And I, like, you ever see a tweet and you'd be like, "I wish I tweeted that." All right. It said deadlier than Delta. Lambda strand detected in over 30 countries, says health ministry. This girl's like, not COVID chartering new chapters and having probates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not a probate. I was like, I wish I came up with that shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, everything is just touch and go now with uh, COVID. It does exist, people. Don't be one of these people out here. But, uh... You still, yeah. BET Awards, everybody... You know? It was... Eh. For the first time in forever, I watched most of the BET Awards live. I always miss it, man. I be For when I was at work, I just forgot. Um, but luckily, everything is on YouTube. Very so true. It's very easily accessible. So we we watched the Jasmine and Ari, mm-hmm. and um, Bruno and uh, Anderson and Lil Nas. Mm-hmm. A lot of people had shit to say about the baby's performance being weird. It wasn't good, and he's usually a good performer. It's I just feel like he's really fallen off in a weird way. Like it's not even. It's not even like a quick fall off either because he's still out here, but it's like, we don't care anymore. No. <laughs> and I think like we mentioned before, but all his shit sounds the same. Yeah. Like they always say that it sounds like Squidward is playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> like all of his shit sounds the same. His shit, like his instrumentals sound like sea shanties. <laughs> <laughs> I do not understand. Um. And then, like, the whole Meg thing with him. Yeah. That's been weird. That definitely. Y'all remember, like, when everybody was in love with the baby and everybody was like, oh, he's so, he's different. Because, you know, he's out here dancing on Lizzo and trying to fuck Lizzo. Oh, he likes fat women. (laughs) I hate when people do that, like. Try to make somebody acceptable or or just get excited about something that somebody's into because it's I guess different or I don't know. Like I hate that yeah. shit. Or like act like, oh, how dare he find a fat person attractive? That right. shit ain't no, no noble right, shit. Right, right. <laughs> fat people be fucking bro. <laughs> yes, the fuck they do. Like ask your your uh, home girl, 
to see her DMs and see all the niggas in there <laughs> trying their hardest. <laughs> yeah, no, that should be annoying. I hate when people do that with like people's significant others too. Like, oh, and, and he got a sister, so he oh, blah, blah. So what? He more what qualified for you to like him or like y'all niggas <laughs> lame respectability. That falls under respectability politics. It does. And it's annoying as hell. People are just fucking weird. But, uh, yeah, the baby's falling off. Little baby is becoming a superstar in front of us. Straight up. Very, very... I don't even want to say quickly, because it's been a steady rise for him. But it's just like everything that he hops on and everything that he puts out is just so much greater than what he's already done every time. We didn't watch... His performance with Kirk Franklin, that shit was dope too. Oh shit, we need to watch that. That was the first performance of the night. Kev on stage said that um, after that performance, there is no such thing as gospel music. It's just music with gospel lyrics. It totally is. <laughs> it's gospel lyrics. So, what I need now is for Kanye to. Uh, Get get the choir back together. Get a little baby on the shit. Listen, didn't <laughs> I say did uh Kanye need to go ahead and bring Sunday service concerts back? Right. Now that we lifting COVID oh, restrictions. Yeah. It would be perfect. That nigga need to go on tour with, with the choir. Straight up. I'll be in that bitch. <laughs> um who Yeah, that uh, would be lit. Sunday service choir with little baby. But yeah, he's becoming a superstar. I was listening to his album with uh, Lil Dirk. That shit is rotten. Dirkio. <laughs> Dirk's uh, big brother died a couple weeks ago. He got shot. Damn. What is going on? Right after one of his best friends got killed. Jesus. Yeah. Been a, hey, it's been a rough summer for a lot of people. Yes. My God. Um. Another BET performance uh, that was catching a lot of uh, praise was uh, Tyler Creators, who came out with an amazing album, which in the last episode I recorded, I pretty much did a review of that album. I might put it out as a bonus this week. Who knows? Because um, him and uh, Doja Cat's albums are fucking amazing. Still and, haven't listened to Doja Cat's album. You gonna listen to Tyler for me since you know I'm I'm sad out here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm using an excuse for everybody. You know I'm sad, so you know. He acted like a pregnant woman with her pregnancy. And I'm like, you know, I got a heartbreak on the way. <laughs> uh, we also watched uh, Lil Nas X's uh, performance, which had the homophobes and a uh, tizzy. Did had their panties in a bunch, right? You ever notice that really homophobic people always be saying it really wasn't all that deep of a kiss? Like, no, it was a regular kiss, right? And then like it was niggas ranting about it for days. Like, bro, you enjoyed that shit, didn't you? Hey, hey, niggas gonna nig. <laughs> niggas gonna nig for sure. Um, I'm I'm so glad for Lil Nas X. I'm glad that he can really be out here and be himself at such a young age as yeah. a black kid. 
Yeah. And I mean, his fame is rising as much as, you know, hate people give him. That's just giving him more star power. He coming out with bops, too, because these are facts. These songs are good for sure. Old Town Road always go ride, too. (laughs) Let's just be real. Like that shit is always gonna be a hit. Yeah, That's, <laughs> these are facts. Also, that nigga ain't going nowhere. Uh, what else? How do we feel about um, Anderson Pock Nim? I uh, I enjoyed that performance. Yeah, I can't wait for that album if it ever comes out. What you what you like? What is the holdup? Are they working or not? Because it don't feel like they are. I think they're working, but they're just not. I don't know. I've given them benefit of doubt because I feel like they're being teased, and now that they got recognized as best what group. new group or something without even having a whole. If you got one jam though, and it's that jam, leave the door open. That's a jam. I mean, it is a jam. Like that's that's also in that rare. Uh, you don't now. You don't just have a lot of songs that everybody can sing. Yeah, that used to be like the thing. Like popular music used to be where everybody knew it. Mm-hmm. Now something could be popular, and I don't know what the fuck it is. It's just like that. What's that girl that came out with that album a couple weeks ago? The sad shit. What's what's her name? Billie Eilish. Uh uh-uh. uh It's uh. What is that girl's name? The sad shit. What? <laughs> she came out with like a song. Like what is her name? I put teenage singer twenty twenty one. Good luck. <laughs> I'm so fucking old. <laughs> What's that new girl's name? What is her name? The new kid. The I new listen, kid. I listened to the album too, and I can't remember. It was like some. It's some sad ass shit. What is her name? Yeah, it's not Billie Eilish. Uh. Uh-uh. I fucks with Billie Eilish. Is she like a popular, a pretty popular singer? It was it was a number one on iTunes for a couple weeks. That's like that's what I'm saying. Like it should be super popular, and I'd be having no idea. It's who. not Shanae Harnett, is it? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's what's her name? Sabrina Claudio. No, uh-uh. it's I had never heard of her before. Say Grace. Mm mm. I have no idea who you're talking about, fam. Family. What is that? I had to look up the fucking Olivia Rod- Rodrigo. Never heard of her. She she's from Temecula, which anybody who's on on Black Twitter knows <laughs> that Temecula is where two people agreed to fight over Kobe Bryant. <laughs> In like 2010. Where is Temecula? <laughs> California. Mm. Yeah, she came out with an album, Sour. And it's it's just teenage sad shit. And it was recorded in isolation during uh, the lockdown. But that's it. Let's see. I ain't never heard her. I ain't never seen her. She went platinum in a week. Damn. Platinum? I, to- I told you, bro. Like, and that shit came out in May 14th. 
So it just came out not long ago. Hmm. But it's the biggest opening weekend for an album by female artists on Spotify. It garnered 385 million streams. And we don't know who that bitch is. <laughs> what is going on in the world? I listened to the album. It's like, it was really weird because I was just driving around. Like, it felt like I was listening to somebody's diary. Mm-hmm. But like, it's all just super like emo uh, teenage songs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is some sad girl shit. I don't, I don't like, I, I know we used to be on the emo shit when we were like in uh, high school and college. Yeah. But it's as an adult now, different. I realized some of that shit was making me depressed. from 18 and 19 year olds we are yeah like to where we're like these fucking kids <laughs> like i'd be at work like <laughs> but they think that they on our level and it's like no nah, i'm grown I'm just like these little boys i'm just like <laughs> that little that little nigga that, that, he is in love with me <laughs> Uh, and it's only because I'm nice to him. He was like, uh, guess how old I am? I was like, 20? And he looked like I wanted to be like 30 or something. Like, nigga, <laughs> you don't look 30. <laughs> like, you still have a baby face. You got a baby face. You got little baby bumps on that face. Ooh. Like, hey, bro, it's okay. You look 18, 19 years old. <laughs> little nugget. <laughs> and then, like, when you held him, I was like, oh, she an old auntie and shit. <laughs> Baby, like, man, we are old as fuck. I told her from jump, I'm like, y'all, my babies, I watch after y'all. Like, look at Kim being the supportive auntie, yeah. But yeah, that's all. Them little kids, they be needing, oh, he needs so much (laughs) just guided. Like, it's honestly sad. I I need to be more of a mentor to younger people, just to like that because I got my shit together, just because I know what it was like yeah i mean i don't have my shit together either but i I have enough shit together to be able to talk to an 18 19 20 year old i needed guidance when i was 18 19 years old and i had big homies yeah like i had keith for a little bit of gram before he left Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like wait is keith older than us Mm -hmm. he's i think he's two years older than me oh okay y'all let him get away with you got an 18 year old in love with you. That shit is funny. For the third or fourth time in my life. <laughs> After being 18. <laughs> I'm just like, what is it? Why? Y'all niggas do love you, though. And I'm trying to figure out, like, if I was ever that age, just crushing hard on anybody in their 30s or almost twice my age. And I really don't think so. I, I never was like that. I'm trying to think, who was the oldest person I crushed on? Like, I mean, when you were like a little kid, you had crushes on like your, yeah. like your uh, People parents, on TV and like shit. Uh, friends and stuff. Well, yeah. But that was like, that's, I don't, yeah, when I was like 18, 19, I was just trying to talk to like girls that were like two or three years older than me. I mean, and, and not, not just like crushes, but it'd be to the point where these niggas really think that they have a chance. <laughs> and I'd be like... 
No, baby. <laughs> I'm just being nice. <laughs> this ain't, I'm not. No. I remember, I remember the time Wendy got hit on by a 17-year-old. She's like, I'm old enough to be your mom. Like, <laughs> like, I don't get it. I never would. I don't know if I, if I ever had the confidence when I was 17, 18 to holler at a, thir- like a clearly 30-something-year-old woman. I ain't got the confidence <laughs> to holler at. Only time I go along with it is like I'm in a new city or something and my, I might be out. And I can tell, like, it's like some little 21 or 22-year-olds and they trying to, like, flirt and shit. Then I play along for a little bit because it's like, I'm finna flirt and get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> Slide the fuck out but of here. But I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> no, baby. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I'm still... Uh, I ain't gonna holler at nobody over 35 now. Even yeah. though I'm only, th- I'm about to be 33. Yeah. I no, just, I definitely talk to a nigga over 35. The other thing I have to think about is I'm trying to have kids also. Yeah, true. So. Me too, I guess. But I'm getting, <laughs> <laughs> it happens, happens. <laughs> I really got to have a little one though. I'll be like, my broveries be uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seeing babies like, oh, the baby's so cute. I'm also yeah. that way about dogs now, too. Like, oh. I literally, yeah. I, I be having baby fever so bad, I see a baby and damn near tear up. Like, <laughs> so precious. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I also been wondering, do I lean too much into my type? Mm, no. I don't think so. so every... <clears throat> every Somewhat serious relationship has been my type. I mean, would that be a bad thing? No, but I'm just wondering am I blocking my own blessings? Um, I mean, only you can really decide that if that's something. If you if you feel like you just want to branch out to see, that's one thing. But if I mean, you feel like you're okay where you're at, like because I was thinking, I was replaying stuff. And I was like. I wonder if it's more so one of those things or the people you're more attracted to, you'll more or less put up with a lot more stuff. Oh, for sure. That's definitely true. But I'm wondering, is that being a hindrance to me? I think that's the only time it's really played out like that, though. Mm, I don't know. I really don't know how you can tell. Because like I've said, I have said this time and time again, you got to be, for me, I have to be physically attracted to the person that I'm with. There has to be some level of attraction. Um, I don't think I have to be. I think it helps. No, I probably, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I got to be attracted to you a little bit. Yeah. Like, and that don't mean you got to be traditionally attractive or anything. It just means right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you could be ugly as shit, and I could be attracted to you. I mean, I've been attracted to ugly niggas. I think ugly niggas got an advantage. (laughs) (laughs) Because they know they ugly, and they just own that shit. (laughs) I have been attracted to many an ugly nigga. Like the other thing. After I cried in the shower, I looked. I was like, "Good looking ass nigga." 
It's like at no point was I ever been like, no, I'm ugly. Nah. Not in this situation. The other times I thought I was ugly. Then I realized I wasn't ugly. And then I was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? All the shit between your ears. Mm-mm. Cause I be seeing ugly ass motherfuckers like, man, I know I look better than that nigga. <laughs> money bag yo is ugly as fuck to me. Yeah, like But he got money, so he has more access. He ugly as fuck to where the point to be like, is there something wrong with him? Yeah, like he doesn't have a chin. Like his profile is so weird. <laughs> have you ever paid attention? Like his chin is so like I don't know. He's just his face is just very And he was dating Meg the Stallion. finances will give you access to your face things your face can't get you that's all I'm gonna say I need finances nigga <laughs> cause I know I ain't ugly as shit like but god damn it yeah he is ugly as but yeah well you put up with things from a fine bitch more often than you would from a bitch you not as attracted to totally. absolutely I have totally. fallen victim to that too <laughs> It happens, bro. That's just life. That's life. <laughs> That's life. <laughs> bro, I was, I was so fucking dramatic. <laughs> Who goes home after working a 12-hour shift and having some shit not go your way and just walk in and play Frank Sinatra? <laughs> That's life. And sit back and chug whiskey. Uh, you be trying to make motherfucking movie Movies. scenes out of y'all. <laughs> it's a movie. Make films around here, uh, nigga. <laughs> it's a cinematic experience. Oh fuck! So, ladies, I'm single. I was single before too, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I my heart wasn't single. Ooh, yeah, mm. Mm, yeah. The you were, word you were physically single, but emotionally Sleep. you were tethered. Ta- yes, <laughs> I was entangled to if another you will. soul. <laughs> Do you understand or Ooh, do you overstand? I think that's what overstand? we call a situationship. I know, and I really wasn't trying to be in it. But look. Snow Allegra told us about them situationships. I have avoided that fucking album. <laughs> I was like, I am not going down that road. I'm, uh, I'm avoiding certain triggers now that I used to fully like indulge myself in when I was like going through some shit. Like, no, I'm not listening to that shit. Yeah. Situationships. Fuck that. But Things like, I avoid when I'm going through is definitely Snow, Jasmine Sullivan. Um, Snow's about to come out with another album, I think, this yeah. Friday. Oh, well, that soon? I think it's this Friday or next Friday because her and Vince Staples are coming out with an album the oh, same day. Oh, shit. I forgot about Vince Staples. Yeah. Um, Man, did you see that fucking lineup? We talked about it outside of the podcast, but for the fucking day in Vegas. Yeah, and my brother and Angie are going. Man, I am just jealous. My best friend's wedding is the weekend of the Day in Vegas festival. Because I literally, (laughs) I literally looked at the dates. And looked at the prices, and I was like, "Oh, okay. oh yeah!" Uh, I was like, "This is doable by that's November." What, that's what, and then they have price play. Uh, yeah, I was like, "I could do this by November. Get my ticket." Or something. They had payment plans. I was like, "Okay, bet." Then I'm double checking dates, looking at my calendar. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm good. I'm Gucci." 
was not good or Gucci. <laughs> Convince her to move to Vegas. <laughs> Can you just bump it up a week? Um, but yeah. I'm so sad. I'm so hurt. I gotta make a concert situation happen soon. That's the best lineup I've seen all year. That's a Woodstock-worthy lineup. Speaking of which, I still haven't watched that movie. Uh, oh Hulu, yeah. yeah, I think you would Summer enjoy. Summer Soul, I, I'm sure I will, <clears throat> because it's got it's got Sly and the Family Stone on mm-hmm. it, right? It's got a lot, a lot of niggas. Nina Simone, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna watch that. But ladies, Stevie on the drums. I forgot Stevie. Be Stevie's the one drums. of the greatest drummers of all time. That nigga is killing it. I'm like, damn. How do I keep forgetting that this nigga used to be on the drums like this? Like, if you listen, like, he's on the drums on Superstition. Mm-hmm. And his body in him. That song always sounds, that sound, that song sounds futuristic, and it was, and it came out almost 50 years it's ago. It's going to hit every time. Yeah. It's like March Madness. <laughs> <laughs> it's never not going to knock. Oh, shit. These are facts. <laughs> I told y'all, bro. Play two songs at my funeral. Let it be by the Beatles <laughs> and March Madness. My future. <laughs> um, but yeah, ladies, if you want to have a cinematic experience, we make movies around here. <laughs> this nigga got the soundtrack to your life, guaranteed. Right. We got good drinks. We eat good food. Somebody better, somebody better get me before <laughs> you miss out. <laughs> Wife a nigga up. Wife a nigga up. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the other, the last time we recorded, when uh, we were talking about like our schedules being off, and then you were like, I can't even see my bottom bitch. (laughs) Like, I'm Kim's bottom bitch. I ain't got no hoes. <laughs> ain't got no hoes. Y'all got so many dudes' numbers, and they all be like, when are you free? When are you free? And I'm just like, I really don't be free. I really don't be free. Like, And most niggas is not going to listen to that shit. They don't be believing me. And I'm like, nigga. <laughs> I work this job where if they schedule me in the morning, I'm here all fucking day. And if they schedule me at night, I'm here till at least midnight or one or later on the weekends when we close at 12. Like, I don't Mm-mm. even have time to date. And I'm, I just get tired of niggas asking, when are you free? Like, just tell me when you're trying to do some shit and let me try to see if I can work my way around it. Like, But from the dude's aspect, we be trying to not come off as too aggressive. Yeah, but I, I I don't know. I would appreciate like, hey, can you do this on Tuesday at this time? Other than consistently, when are you free? When are you free? When are you free? When you're free? Well, I don't know. It depends. What are your plans? I can That's be fair. if you know what I'm saying. I can be if your timeline fits with mine. But if you just keep asking me when am I free, I'm mo- more than likely gonna always or- say. Never. Or what you doing? Right. Uh, it's it's when are you free is almost the equivalent to what you doing now. Yeah. My head right now, like I have so much shit going on, I don't ever feel like I'm free. Even when I'm free, I'm not free. Even when I'm off work, I'm working. 
You gotta get free sister <laughs> that's, that's why like When I If I ever pop up At the restaurant And at nighttime, Like on the weekends It's like oh But you can't work And I'm just like Yeah nigga Cause most of the times I be having shit to do Like this was my first Free Sunday Not even weekend Cause I still had clients On Saturday morning Saturday I had to get up at 6 After not getting home Till close to 2 Which means I didn't really Get in the bed after I showered, because you can't work a job like that and not shower before you get in the bed. Yeah. Didn't get in the bed till almost three. So I literally didn't get no sleep Friday night. Had to get up early, do clients in the morning. My Saturday was not my Saturday. Um, Sunday was the only day where I didn't have to do anything for anybody else after like six or seven or eight weeks. Like, I just don't, I don't have weekends, which is. Hey, I'm not mad. I'm just saying, like. Meanwhile, I have so much fucking free time on my hands that outside of, like, if we don't do this, I just be, like, floating. I just be, like. It's something going on for me every weekend. Like, this weekend is another fashion show. I'm doing one of the director's makeup. I got a model's makeup to do. I got to do makeup for Misha. Probably going to have more before this is all said and done. Then next weekend, I got clients. It ain't no free. <laughs> ain't no free. It ain't no free. If you want to make plans, make the plans and ask me if I fit in them. Ladies, I'm free uh, <laughs> every night after free four. Free as fuck. Free as fuck. Only day I can't make uh, make shit happen is Saturday. Yeah. My Saturdays are, which I need to take off Saturday one day. I'm going to do some cool shit. I'm going to take off a couple of days and just relax. Maybe go somewhere. Yeah. If you're trying to go somewhere with me, D, uh, DMs are now open. DM a kid named Juice. What if I dig it? Holla at your boy. <laughs> Hot boy summer. If y'all haven't seen me, I'm a uh, a chubby, good-looking, dark-skinned man. Yes. Gas. <laughs> with the deep wave. Yes. Yeah. Earrings and a necklace. Uh huh. <laughs> and now glasses for the for the for the women who like their men's with a little bit of jewelry. I love a man with jewelry on. It's just a little extra mm. pizzazz. Like, ooh, that nigga pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like uh, sprinkles. That nigga pretty. You know what? I wondered though. It's something about like that. Um, I don't want to say gender role, but it's like an interchangeable, like gender role, a little bit of attractiveness, like men with jewelry. You know, I'm saying jewelry typically is considered like a feminine thing, but it makes a man more attractive. But then like dudes be attracted to like tomboyish women. And it's like, I think it's just that juxtaposition of like opposites or that good balance of. That slight androgyny is always yeah, like a little move. bit of both. Yeah, what is that? I don't know, but I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, because I notice I like way more dudes be attracted to me when I'm a tomboy, like in tomboy shit. I can see that consistently, and I'm like, but what do it be? I don't know. I don't know either. Science, it's got to be some science behind it. When I do wear earrings, though. I be getting books. Yeah. 
We like that. And my wave game is amazing. See. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that crazy. <laughs> Don't even do it to him. Don't even do it to him. Nah. <laughs> nah, J. Cole said sometimes you just gotta do it how you do it. I've been people, listening to that like every morning. People be acting like I don't be out here. You be out here. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta do it to the level that you do it, so niggas know the difference between you, the real niggas, and the motherfucking fraudulent niggas, man. I don't know why he went off on that song like that. I don't know. That's I mean Niggas be trying to act like you don't do it how you motherfucking do it. That's I mean up there with album. I got Tyler's album as album of the year, but that's a close second. Yeah, I've been playing that in heavy rotation. Um, but yeah, la- let's let's get out here, ladies. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm single. I was single before, but I was not single in my heart. <laughs> now he's singling and mingling. Uh huh. I'm crying a card. <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna cry. <laughs> I've been uh. Instead of listening to sad music, I've been on that piff a lot listening to old mixtapes. Like, I went through, I listened to the dedication, uh, one, two, and three. Um, Tyler the Creator's album, he has DJ Drama on there, and it's almost like a Gangster Grills. Mm. And I was like, yeah. So it got me nostalgic. So I went back and started listening to mixtapes. From when we were younger. I need to put that piff back on my phone. I forgot why I took it off. The app itself is kind of awful, but it's got so much music. That might be it. Like, it's hard to it's hard to navigate and then na- go back to, like, Apple Music or... No, I think it was... Uh, I had it on my old phone, and I just didn't have enough room. I didn't have enough space. And then I got this one and just forgot about it altogether. But, um... The one uh, sad uh, song I did listen to was um, the breakup song by Wale. That's not a sad song, though. Um, Yeah, that's not too sad. Breaking up is hard to do. Moving on is even harder. But yeah. I want, I love Wale. Yeah. I want him to go farther. He be blocking his own blessings sometimes, huh? Why you say that? Oh, um, that dude is emotional as fuck. He's like Kanye. Mm, he be on the interwebs acting up. Yeah. But he's got a loyal fan base. It's just... It's one of those things where people... I don't know why people just don't like him. But he can spit his ass off. He definitely can. But, um... I, that's how I feel about Tyler the Creator. He's just now getting his overall flowers. A lot of it was because he was acting out here talking about the devil and shit. <laughs> and niggas do not fuck with the devil. <laughs> we don't play with none of that. Right. You started talking about crystals a little bit too much around niggas. They, <laughs> they started side eyeing. <laughs> She's a fucking witch. <laughs> a fucking witch (laughs) which one of you bitches is a witch um yeah what else oh uh 
I'm trying to think what. I think I am going to put out that other episode as a bonus. A juice uh, solo. In my defense, I'm drunk also. <laughs> um, You know, I think the people appreciate bonus episodes. Especially because I left them hanging last week. Mm-hmm. I was in the middle of some shit, though. And I heard your voice in my head be like, you don't have to put an episode out. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Because I'm so hard on myself. Mm-hmm. I, that's the one thing I have. When I got to start giving myself a little bit of grace. I was going to say, you got to give yourself a little rest. And also, you know, I'm out here. <laughs> we have put in the work. Yeah. I think we deserve, you know, to take take what we need when we need it. People understand. People ain't going nowhere. We come back every time. Niggas always come back. <laughs> <laughs> we niggas. <laughs> I, I niggas. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm just we real life people, bro. All this shit. We got all this shit going on, and then once a week we hang out and record. Just vibing. Yeah. Um, we were gonna talk about the Bill Cosby shit. Yeah, um people have just revealed themselves to me all these like celebrities and a lot of black male celebrities like, Yeah, we won or being happy that he was getting out of jail. And it's like y'all niggas are fucking trash. Yeah, like he didn't violate. And then plus he admitted to doing it. The reason he got out was a technicality because they more or less convinced him to do a deposition for a civil case. And then they were supposed to make sure that he wasn't uh, none of that information would be used for a criminal case or that's what the D.A. had done. Mm-hmm. And then they just used that information to convict him, meaning that he did the shit. Mm-hmm. It's just the way they went about it. It's not legally right. You can't say, I'm not going to use this against you and then use it against you. (laughs) Yeah. But niggas, it's just like, see, it was always lies and all this stuff. And then Felicia Rashad. Ooh. You didn't see that, did you? No, I don't know anything. No details, no nothing. I just seen people being excited that he got out and I was just like, but he fucked up. Felicia Rashad. So many women's lives. <laughs> okay. So, you know, Felicia Rashad is the dean of fine arts at Howard. Mm-hmm. So, after that came out, um, she tweeted, Finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is correct and Howard students were furious rightfully so she didn't have to say shit she shouldn't have uh uh 
And then she had to try to like walk it back and all this other stuff. Mm. And then, like, yeah, it was. Like, some people were calling for her to be fired, all of this stuff. And they were rightfully reading her for being like, okay, so what are you going to do? Sexual assault happens a lot Mm -hmm. in general, especially on college campuses. So what are you going to do in the case it happens in your program? Are you going to think it's a miscarriage of justice then? Yeah. Are you going to protect abusers like you're doing in front of us? And my thing with that is like, you had to have been witness to some of this bullshit that this man was doing. Like, maybe not fully, but there had to be some weird moments where you had some thoughts in your head like, what the fuck is going on here? Right. Like, there's no way that you could work that closely closely with him and think that he deserves to be let off like this. But all these people are trying to protect their paychecks. But I just, I don't know, man. Yeah. I... I I don't know. Like I said on the bonus episode, I I see why women hate men sometimes. I completely I could completely understand why some women would be like, I never wanted to see another man. <laughs> and it's because niggas be like, Yeah, yeah. Over over an abuser that hates black people. <laughs> Bill Cosby has shown us time and time again, he does not like these niggas. Mm-hmm. Like, Boosie talk about, yeah, that's why I'm talking about all this shit. He don't like you, nigga. Boosie is the antithesis of what Bill Cosby believes to be a respectable black man. Straight up. And for all of these niggas to be just cheering them on and shit, it's just fucking sick. And I'm mad that all the survivors in your life have to see you acting a complete ass. Because that's yeah. the other part of it that a lot of men don't even realize. Like, you have no idea how many survivors you know. Yeah, but another thing, too, is like so many black people, especially black men, are caught up in this whole, like, you know, we just want to see black people win. We just want to see black men win. We don't want to see any black man being, you know, held down or held back. And they think that that could be applied to every situation where black men are convicted of things that they have done wrong. And it's like, nah, fam, like these niggas be doing this shit. Right. (laughs) This ain't made up. You can't. uh, I just want to see a black man win your way out of every conviction that happens. I hate when people do that and they bring up the history of black men being lynched for false rape accusations mm-hmm. that is a true history right but some of these niggas are doing this shit but sometimes it just does not apply like yes. you cannot bring up oppression into every situation especially in the oppression of people now what the fuck are you doing but then especially when there are other black people being oppressed exactly. by this black person that you are trying to protect like the, Whose side are you on? The cognitive dissonance to just be like, yo, yeah, uh, black men used to get hung all the time for false ac- ac- accusations. Well, people are being sexually assaulted now. But that's different. How is it different? 
Yeah. Like, How is it different? Make it make sense. Right. Like, I don't know. People are just fucking stupid. The other thing that gets on my nerves is, um, this might be controversial. Not controversial. Who gives a fuck? I am not for the abolition of prisons. I'm not either. And I feel like a lot of people feel like that's supposed to be like a, the black thing that we're supposed to be like, yeah, prisons should be abolished. Mm. No, they shouldn't. Some of these niggas need to be locked up. Yeah, for if sure. you're a, a rapist or you're abusive or you kill somebody or something, that I don't believe you can be. I'm not going to say if you kill somebody because it's tons of people that don't mean to kill somebody that kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Not talking about those people. But as far as like abusive people and sexual sexual abuse, especially those people can't be reformed. Yeah. Oh, I don't believe that they can be reformed. Yeah. I believe they have to be removed from society because they will do it again. Mm-hmm. And they have probably done it multiple times before they got caught. For sure. So I've never been one for the abolition of prisons or abolishing the police. No, like I, I agree with people when it comes to just like petty crimes and getting caught with, you know, drugs and shit, like whatever. That's one thing. You, we definitely don't have to fill prisons with people on marijuana charges to a certain extent, but... I don't believe abolishing the whole prison yeah. system. Now, does the prison system need to be reformed? Definitely. Sure. But abolishing prisons? Nah. As somebody who deals with people and we need criminal justice, these some of these niggas need to be locked right. the fuck up. Yeah, we need somewhere to put these niggas. And it's not like everybody. I don't like, for instance, in Alabama, well, in Huntsville, if you're arrested by the county, for a minor crime, something like public intoxication. Uh, if you're arrested by the city for public intoxication, you go to court the next business day. You spend the night in jail. They probably let you out for mm-hmm. time served. If you're arrested by the county, because the county has longer cases, you won't see a judge. Well, until recently, you wouldn't see a judge for weeks. For a charge that probably would have been a day in jail. Mm-hmm. They reformed that to now you have to, you see a judge 72 hours after you're arrested. Mm-hmm. And for crimes like that, they'll just let you go and stuff. Those are the type of reforms that I'm for. But abolishing fucking prisons? Yeah, nah. 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 Especially for some rapists to get out. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, nah. Fuck that. But I feel like... It's some things that, like, generation-wise, we're trying to make it seem like that's the generational norm. I will never be for the abolition of prisons. For reasons like this. But, yeah, no. We need prison. We need prison. We just need to reform the prison system. We just need to make sure, for, for one, like, we're keeping a good regulation on the correctional officers that they're hiring we need to also, like I said, make sure that we're not just flooding the prisons with everybody that we just want to throw in prison because they are black or brown. Right. Um, shit like that, yes. But just like, get, what are we going to do with people who rape and kill? And you know what I'm saying? Like, right. what would we do? Where would they go? And I know somebody is probably listening and thinking that we're not really giving abolition of fear shake. We probably aren't, but fuck it. Look, <laughs> some of these niggas need to be locked up. 
And if that ain't woke enough for y'all, fuck you. Point blank and the period. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Beam, beam, beam. <laughs> <laughs>